When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. I am still in the Border Rangers Guild, and this time I'm going to level up. I've done all the things I need to do, advance to level 2 in the Guild. You're now at level 2. Now, I think, hmm, I th- I'll, I'll do the quest first, and then I'll read about what it takes to advance. If the new quest has been unlocked... It's called The Temple at Fallen Oaks. A chance encounter near Fallen Oaks, a dense section of old forest on the northern edge of Paring Wood, leads you to a sinister gathering. Alright, start this adventure. In the company of a young but highly skilled border ranger by the name of Tavkurfs Cliffson, you are beginning to... You're beginning the final leg of a routine patrol to primitive throwing wood when you discover something that makes you think your return to the outpost will be delayed. At a bend in a well-worn road that runs across the northern edge of the forest, you spot a pair of spear-wielding cave goblins darting into the thick of the wood. You're not certain if the wretched creatures have seen you, but Tav seems to think they have not. Come on, Zoop. Let's see what this duo is up to, he says, smiling the crooked smile he's become known for back at the compound. He claps his hand to the hilt of his long sword and strokes the neck of his horse. I've been itching to put this to use, you might know. Let's go. The patrol has, to this point, been mundane. While we're eager to find out what the goblins might be up to so far from the foothills they normally inhabit. You remind Tav you need to proceed with caution. He agrees, and after moving your horse into a safe location near the road, the two of you set off on foot into a dense section of throwing wood known as Fallen Oaks. Now, I guess I'm looking for the goblins, or... Goblins are looking for me. Maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of both. 
So pick a number. Bonus of 30, 20 from woodmanship, 10 from luck, need 50 or more, or something will happen. 75, success. 16x speed to woodsmanship. You pick up the goblin's trail, not far inside the edge of the wood. Trav is amazed by how quickly you manage to begin tracking them, and he eagerly moves through the dense forest, staying several feet behind you as you follow the telltale signs of the goblin's passing. Does it take long to catch up with the two goblins you spotted on the road? After skirting a large patch of trees that have, that have been toppled by some recent high winds, you find yourself on the edge of an area dominated by a large crumbling stone structure. An ancient temple, Volorethian, I believe, says Tarv as he steals forward and crouches down behind the thick trunk of one of the fallen trees. There's our two little friends now. You join Tarv and stare ahead into the overgrown ruins, there to the west of the massive dilapidated stone building stand the two goblins you followed into the wood. Swiftly, six more of the creatures step into view and move up to meet their returning kin. The goblins are all clad in armour, leather and chain, and each wields either an axe or a short sword. Nasty looking what lot right there, says Tarv, glance at you as if to gorge your action. I'd wager they're planning a wage Wade on the outpost. I would also wager we can make it so that it never happens. You and Tarth both agree that putting an end to this gathering menace, here and now, is the best solution. Tarth suggests that the two of you invade the ruins from opposite sides and swiftly engage the goblins. Like as not, they'll scatter when they see us, he says. You're not you're not quite so certain that they will. Hmm. So I have a few options here. I could agree with Tarv and invade the wounds from opposite sides. Or I could attempt to chase the goblins out of the wounds via other means. I want to see what these other means are. So I'm going to click option number two. Tav is dismayed by your reluctance to immediately enter the ruins and engage the goblins, but after a few moments he agrees that his suggestion might have been a bit tasty. What do you have in mind, Soup? You contemplate how you might might most effectively chase the goblins out of the ruins. Got a few options now. I could agree to Tav's proposal after all. I can use illusion, archery, Telekinesis, elementalism, or woodmanship. Hmm. I'll give woodmanship a go because I'm not quite sure what will happen. Sporic speed to wood woodmanships. Hidden behind the trunk of a blow blown down tree, you place your hands to your mouth and begin expertly mimicking the fearsome roar of a horn-tailed boar. The reaction of the goblins within the ruins is immediate and profound. Within moments, a large group of the goblins, standing amidst the crumbling remains of the temple, 
had fled into the forest, leaving little more than half their number behind. Oh, oh, oh you're going to... You're going to feel so embarrassed when I tell you there wasn't a horned owl boar. There was just this incredibly deadly adventurer and his friend. Yeah, that's actually much, much worse for you than a horned owl boar. Because a horned owl boar would probably stop chasing you eventually. And a horn-tailed boar doesn't have magical powers. If I didn't know it was you making the sound, I'll have fled as well, says Tav, smirking. You glance over at Tav and he nods. Without delay, the two of you burst from the forest and dash into the ruins. Prepared to engage the cave goblins still lingering within the shattered remains of the temple. Next page. You and Tav are spotted at nearly the same moment. Reaction from the smaller group of cave problems still gathered in the ruins is much what you were anticipating. With a chorus of vicious snarls rising into the air, the foul humanoids bound forward to engage you. You turn and firmly plant your feet as you square yourself up against the first of the six cave goblins you face. Several yards to your left, Tarv is violently fighting against a small horde of the vicious creatures. With a fierce battle cry, the the cruel humanoid rushes forward and attacks. This is a cave goblin hunter who has become the hunted. The cave goblin hunter attacks you viciously and is slain. 4xp... Terrible loot. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. You turn and firmly plant your feet as you square yourself up with the second of the six cave goblins you face. Several yards to your left, Tarv is fighting valiantly against a small horde of the vicious creatures. With a fierce battle cry, the cruel humanoid Washes forward and attacks. It's a cave goblin warrior who attacks me viciously and is slain. 2 XP, 10 gold. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. You turn and then firmly plant your feet as you square yourself with the third of the six cave goblins you face. This one is a cave goblin guardian who with a fierce battle cry rushes forward and attacks. The cave goblin guardian attacks you viciously and is slain. 5 XP, terrible loot, 7 gold. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. You turn and then firmly plant your feet as you square yourself up. It's the number 4 and it's a cave goblin, just a regular cave goblin. Doesn't seem to have any job. It seems to be unemployed. Just was was just roped into this. Doesn't not particularly skilled at anything, but it's just a cave goblin. Begin combat. Cave goblin claws at you viciously, and is slain. Two XP, terrible loot. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. 
It's the fifth of the six cave goblins you face. It's another regular cave goblin who claws at you viciously. viciously. Alright, 2 XP, terrible loot, 8 gold. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. You turn and then firmly plant your feet as you square yourself up. The sixth and final cave goblin. Several yards to your left, Tarb is fighting valiantly against a small horde of the vicious creatures. With a fierce battle cry, cruel humanoid rushes forward and attacks. It's another regular cave goblin. No particular skills or talents. Just this talent of getting maced in the face. It's very good at that, at least. Brutal stroke for eight damage. Ooh, you should be proud. You're the first one to actually get a brutal stroke on me. Go tell that to who, who to whoever you're going to tell it to when you get to wherever it is the goblins go when they die. And it is slain. Alright. 2 XP, terrible loot. You step back from the bloodied remains of the goblin and exhale sharply. Turning away from the goblin corpses that litter the ground before you, your eyes are immediately drawn to Tarv. The young border ranger is sitting at the edge of the ruins, nursing a rather nasty gash on his forearm. Not far from the pile of slain goblins, his efficient handiwork has produced... Oh, 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 don't worry. I got wounded too, it's just you can't tell, because I just keep using Restore... Restoration magic before anyone notices. You strides up to him and he grins sheepishly as he binds his arm above the wound with a piece torn from his tunic. I might have been a farmer, but all, this is all a bit too much to turn away from, he says, smirking. Suddenly his eyes widen and he shouts a stark warning to you. Even before you've heard his warning, the sound of a swift and soft rock footfalls across the broken terrain to your back told you something was moving up from behind you spin to face the unknown danger only to find yourself glaring at the blade of an axe speeding towards your head the goblin about to deliver the fatal blow snarls viciously as the head of his axe cuts its deadly arc now quickly quickly pick a number bonus of 30 success 50 or I get my head chopped in. Get a, get a hole in my head. Uh, and I need my head to be complete for various things. Like keeping my eyes in. <laughs> 130. That's as, higher, that's, as, that's as good as I could do. You duck under the swipe of the goblin's axe. Then swiftly swing to your feet. With no desire to allow the large cave goblin another swipe at your head you leap forward and attack the savage brute you quickly find yourself locked in a fight to the death against a determined and merciless foe it's a large axe wielding goblin begin combat the vicious goblin hacks at you with his crude axe and is slain 12 XP. Without a sound, the large cave goblin collapses 
into a bloody heap at your feet. This crude axe drops to the ground at his side. You make a quick search of his remains, and those of the other slain goblins, but discover little of interest, and certainly nothing of any value. A few more moments and I've joined you, teases Tarv, wincing as he cradles his wounded arm. That's the lot of them. Let's get back to the horses. After taking a few minutes to scour the ruins, you become convinced, Tarvis White, that any goblins lucky enough to survive the attack are long gone by now. Without delay, you head for the horses. You ride back to the waiting outpost cruise quicker than either of you estimated, and just as dawn begins to trape itself, just as dusk, dusk, oh, how could I confuse the two? Dust begins to drape itself across the frontier. The welcome sight as the frontier compound looms into view. Tav has been expectantly, exceptionally quiet during the later heart of Tuext. And you wonder if perhaps his steely bravado struck a blow back at the ruined temple. The encounter with the cave goblins has served to remind you of the constant danger presented by the wilds as they attempt to reclaim the borders that are, that are ever being pressed back by the encroaching realm of man. And that finishes this adventure with 128 experience to general and 64 experience to woodmanship, horsemanship, law, weaponry and archery. Okay, now, no more adventures handy, so I guess it's time to level up. Review your status in the guild. Currently level 2, current maximum is 5, eventual maximum will be 9. I don't know what was intended to happen when you reach level 9, but I guess we won't know. <laughs> so, oh, yep. Here's, here's what I need. A horse. Completed the adventure the temples at Foral Oaks. Dust have. You need the skills of woodmanship, 40. Horsemanship, 30. Archery, 20. Law, 20. Weaponry, 20. Any weaponry subskill, 30. The cost to advance is 128 experience and 16 gold. Ugh. It costs all the experience I just got from that quest. More or less. All the general experience, anyway. Yeah, yeah you, you don't... These guild quests, they're not particularly good for building up a huge... A huge reserve of... A huge reserve of the of experience. Or at least, not as they are now. Maybe, maybe later, maybe if you finished them, and what I know, maybe the last mission, the level 8 mission, that lets you get to level 9, or maybe level 9 unlocks a level but doesn't unlock anything else. Quick venture, yeah, no idea how it was planned. Advanced to level 3 within the guild. There we are, 128 experience and 16 gold has been spent. 
Congratulations, Zoop. You are now level three within the guild. And there's a new adventure unlocked, an uncharted cave. When you discover a previously uncharted cave on the eastern edge of Perrian Wood, you decide to investigate it. Here we are. While returning from a routine scouting mission along the eastern edge of Furrin Wood, which resulted in a visit to Melbrand and a startling apology from the giant of a man named Willabore, who we who I had to subdue in the last episode, whom you managed to subdue on a previous visit to the village, you pass through a tangled section of the forest known as Dead Leg Hollow. There, in a region festooned with rocky crags and dense pockets of fur, you happen upon the dark mouth of a cave set into the base of a steep, mossy stone. Slope. You're certain the cave does not appear on any of the maps you studied back at the outpost, and realise it could greatly benefit you and your fellow rangers if you were able to explore and report on it. However, as you approach the cave, a faint odour of decay drifts out of its shadowy mouth. An eerie feeling swiftly comes over you, leading you to believe that peril likely lurks in the dark recesses of this uncharted lair. Despite your sudden misgivings about the cave, you remain determined to fully explore it. After taking a final look at the forest that surrounds you, you boldly plunge into the gloomy interior of the cave. The stench of decay overpowers your senses in the dark, festering interior of the uncharted cave. The sound of scurrying insects as they flee from the glow of your trusted light only adds to your uneasiness in the gloomy cave. To the west, the light of day filters in through the jagged mouth of the well-concealed cavern. You vow to remain within the dark, unpleasant lair until you've fully explored its depths. So you can west here, but no need to do that now. The stench of decay overpowers your senses as you cautiously make your way through the dank, festering lair. The sound of scurrying insects as they flee from the glow of your trusted light only adds to your uneasiness in the gloomy cave. The passage e ends at a small natural alcove, because I just entered an alcove to north from where I started out in the southwest corner. At the back of the hollow, only a few yards from you, stands a large tri-jaw. The cavernous, predatory insect is currently facing away from you and appears to be busy scavenging through the bones and debris that litter the floor of the alcove. Alright, lawbook entry for Troy Jaw. Armed with three sets of powerful jaws, jaws the, ap the ap aptly named Troy Jaw prefers to attack attack its victim with its long, sharp horn. Once incapacitated, a victim of this vicious beetle will be quickly devoured. Now, I'm not quite sure 
how the jewels are arranged. Are they like nested? Do you have jewels within jewels? Like a moray eel? Could be that. That's probably... It's three sets of jewels. Not just one set, three jewels that just converge in the middle. Way. No. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I don't, I, you probably, you don't want it to bite you. Because it's going to hurt a lot no matter how these jewels are arranged. You think you might be able to sneak up on the beetle and deliver it, deliver it a decisive blow before you're spotted. Attack. You could sneak back to the south or attack the unsuspecting tri-jewel. You attempt to sneak up and deliver a surprise blow to the tri-jaw. Pick a number. Bonus of 58. Got to get that 58. 20 for woodmanship. 80 from feathery. 20 from agility. And 10 from luck. Got to get 75. Or presumably, I'll get caught. It's 65, which is a failure. Your attempt to sneak up on the tri-jaw has failed. The last moment, the hideous insect spins around to face you, its long, deadly horn thrusting wildly into the air as it moves to attack. I'm fighting a scavenging tri-jaw. The vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you. And it's nearly slain, and now it is slain. 12 XP. Your final blow sends the beetles, the beetles shattered, oozing carcass, crashing into the floor of the cave. Almost immediately, a strong, nauseating odour rises up from the slain insect's remains. Not wishing to linger here any longer than necessary, you make a quick search of this section of the cave. Something on the debris littered floor catches your eye. Amidst the bones and debris that litter the floor of this section of the cave, you discover the hilt of a dagger, the curious object carved out of bones. Bears the engravings J and and I on its base. You decide to take the hilt with you. It's a bone dagger hilt. This bone hilt was once obviously was obviously once fitted onto a dagger. The letters J and I have been carved into the bottom of the hilt. After searching for a few minutes longer, and finding nothing of any interest, you once again set off on your way through the cave. Okay, going east. Went east a bit. And there's Alco to the north, Alco to the south. Start with the south one. The passage ends at a small, natural alcove. The back of the hollow, only a few yards from you, stands a large tri-jaw. The carnivorous, predatory insect is currently facing away from you and appears to be busy scavenging through the bones and debris that litter the floor of the alcove. You think you might be able to sneak up on the beetle and deliver it a decisive blow before being spotted. Attack! The unsuspecting tri-jaw. 
who attempt to sneak up and deliver a surprise blow to the Tri-Jaw. It's the same check as the first time. Pick now. 62 is a failure. Oh, this is a, this is a one of bad luck. You attempt to sneak up on the Tri... Your attempt to sneak up on the Tri-Jaw has failed. And it's quite odd to have bad luck, since luck apparently wasn't part of the check. At the last moment, the hideous insect spins around to face you. Its long, deadly horn thrusting wildly into the air as it moves to attack. It's a scavenging Tri-Jaw. The vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you. And it is slain with battle wage. Stop noticing me before I try to kill you. It's making it slightly more difficult. Trove XP. Your final blow sends the beetle shattered, oozing carcass. Crashing to the floor of the cave, almost immediately, a strong, nauseating odour rises up from the slain insect's remains. Not wishing to linger here any longer than necessary, you make a quick search of this section of the cave. Your search turns up nothing of any interest. Okay, now the northern alcove. The passage ends at a small, natural alcove. The back of the hollow, only a few yards from you, stands a large tri-jaw. The carnivorous, predatory insect is currently facing away from you and appears to be busy scavenging through the bones and debris that litter the floor of the alcove. You think you might be able to speak up, sneak up on the beetle and deliver it a decisive blow before being spotted. Attack the unsuspecting Trijor. You attempt to sneak up and deliver a surprise blow to the Trijor. Okay, third time's a charm. Same check as the last two times. Pick now. 84, success. You move stealthily up behind the unsuspecting Trijor and deal the large insect a staggering blow. Wounded, but still very much alive, the fearsome beetle spins around and thrusts its long, deadly horn at you as it swiftly counters your surprise attack. It's a scavenging tri-jaw. Here we are. Vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you. Presumably, it's easier. Ooh! It savagely ignores me for 9 damage and is slain. 12 XP. Your final blow sends the beetle shattered oozing carcass crashing to the floor of the cave. Almost immediately, a strong, nauseating odour rises up from the slain insect's remains. Not wishing to link here any longer than necessary. You make a quick search of this section of the cave. Your search turns up nothing of any interest. Okay, making my way to the southeast side. Another alcove to the south. The passage ends at a small, natural alcove. At the back of the hollow, only a few yards from you, stands a large tri-jaw again. The carnivorous predatory insect is currently facing away from you and appears to be busy scavenging through the bones and debris that litter the floor of the alcove. 
You think you might be able to sneak up on the beetle and deliver it a decisive blow before it's been spotted. Okay, attack the unsuspecting tri-jaw. You attempt to sneak up and deliver a surprise blow to the tri-jaw. Same check again for the fourth time. Success with 130. You move stealthily up behind the unsuspecting tri-jaw and deal the large insect a staggering blow. Wounded, but very much alive. The fearsome beetle spins around and thrusts its long, deadly horn at you as it swiftly counters your surprise attack. It's a scavenging tri-jaw. The vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you and is now slain. 12 XP. Your final blow sends the beetle shattered, oozing carcass crashing to the floor from Crave. Almost immediately, a strong, nauseating odour rises up from the slain insect's remains. Not wishing to linger here any longer than necessary, you make a quick search of this section of the cave. Nothing of interest. Okay, making my way along the eastern side. The sound of something large scuttling nearby sends your pulse racing. Okay, there's some there's there's a row of three things going east where east to west in the in the northeast corner. What could they be? Well, I guess we'll find out now. Your progress along, along the cave passage comes and he comes to an abrupt end as a sinister shape looms out of the shadows ahead. A large tridraw, its long and sharp horn thrusting into the air after having caught sight of you. Scuttles swiftly in your direction, realising the dangerous insect will be upon you in moments. Rapidly assume a defensive stance and prepare for combat. It's a large tri-jaw. You savagely gores me for two damage while it thrusts its sharp horn at me. And is... Nope, nope, nearly slain. Now it's slain. Another 12 XP. A pungent, nauseating odour rises up from the oozing carcass of the slain tri-jaw. Eager to move away from here, you quickly check over your equipment, then once again set off along the cave passage. Okay. Third one. The second in a row, that is. Your progress along the cave passage comes to an abrupt halt as a sinister shape looms out of the shadows ahead. A large tri-jaw, its long and sharp horn thrusting wildly into the air, having caught sight of you, scuttles swiftly in your direction. Realising the dangerous insect will be upon you in moments, you rapidly assume a defensive stance and prepare for combat. It's a large tri-jaw. It thrusts its sharp horn at you. And is now slain for another 12 XP. A, po- a pungent, nauseating yoza rises up from the oozing carcass of the slain tri-jaw. Eager to move away from here, you quickly check over your equipment, then once again set off along the cave passage. Okay, last question mark in a row. Your progress along the cave passage comes to an abrupt halt 
as a sinister shape looms into view out of the shadows ahead. A large tridor, its long and sharp horn thrusting wildly into the air at having caught sight of you, scuttles swiftly in your direction. Realising the dangerous insect will be upon you in moments, you rapidly assume a defensive stance and prepare for combat. It's a large tridor. The vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you, do do do, and it is slain. 14 XP. A pungent, nauseating odour. Oozing carcass of the slain tridor. Eager to move away from here, you quickly check over your equipment, then once again set off along the cave passage. Okay, it's nearly done now. The sound of something large scuttling nearby sends your pulse racing. In the northwest corner of the cave is the final question mark and the final part of the cave. You're, stand, you're standing near the end of the long passage when your sense of death smell is suddenly assailed by an overpowering sense of decay. Without warning, a pair of large tridors streak out of the darkness on either side of the broad natural corridor. The nervous, the vicious, ravenous insects scuttle quickly along the passage towards you their long horns thrusting wildly into the air as they approach. You can hold your ground and face their attack. The first of the large tridors charges forward, thrusting out at you with its long, deadly horn. It's a fearsome tridor. Thrusts its sharp horn at you, savagely gnaws you twice in a row for six, then five damage. And it's just, you have slain this foe, 22 XP. You step to your left and assume a defensive stance. As you prepare to engage the second of these fearless predators, it's another fearsome tridor. The vicious beetle thrusts its sharp horn at you. Alright. to do do do. And slain. 22 XP. You step back from the shattered, oozing remains of the two beetles and suddenly find yourself face to face with a massive tridor. The fearsome insect, easily twice the size of any you encountered thus far in the confines of this festering lair, charges out of the gloom at the end of the passage. You dodge the initial thrust of the Triadior's deadly horn before quickly countering its frenzied attack. It's a massive Triadior. Thus, you thought those Triadiors were bad, but this one is massive. Savagely gnaws me for 12 damage as it thrusts its sharp horn at me, and another savage gore for 10 damage, another savage gore for 9 damage. I'm going to battle ways. That's enough of the savage gnaws. 38 XP. The massive triadore collapses onto the cave floor. Its limbs twitch for several seconds before becoming still. You step back from the hideous carcass of the slain insect 
and wipe away the sweat now streaming down your brow. After having caught your breath and composed yourself following the brutal fight, you make a quick search and discover the following amidst the carnage and decay that fills the dead beetle's lair. Okay, I've got uh, a fairly good loot drop. Also, 20... Also, 43 gold. Half of it trinkets, half of it regular. Among the piles of debris heaped around the large hollow, you discover the skeletal remains of seven humans. You shudder to think of the gruesome fate that befell these hapless souls. Though you console yourself with the knowledge that these particular toy jaws will never trouble anyone again. After taking a few moments to check over your equipment, you turn and promptly make your way out of the cave, eager to return to the Wager compound. You return to the Border Ranger outpost without delay and immediately seek out Narwa, to whom you relate the details of your discovery. discovery in the forest. The Ranger tells you he's glad to know of the cave and mar- marvels at your skill for daring and daring for having undertaken such a dangerous task on your own. It sounds as if what more danger of these wilds has been removed, he says. In the course of relating your adventures in the cave to Gerardia, you make mention of the dagger hilt you discovered. When you show the item to the leader of the rangers, his eyes open wide and he closely examines your find. This belonged to Jolor Urshelm, he says, turning the hilt so the initials carved onto it are facing you. He was one of our own. He went on out on patrol almost a year ago and never returned. I think we we now know what must have happened to him. I hope he's resting in peace in the arms of the Allfather. You tell Nalador to keep the, the hilt and he thanks you. That finishes, and that gets me 64 experienced in general. The leader of the rangers stares at the hilt in silence for several moments before putting it away. You sense the hilt reminds him not only of one of his lost men, but also a dear friend. Nalo again thanks you for investigating the cave and asks you to spend some time with one of the older members of the outfit, a man named Tinyar, so he can properly update the maps. I can plainly see that the time has come to trust you with larger and more important missions. There's one such mission being planned now, and I should very much like to give you its lead role. We'll talk more about it in a little while. The leader of the outpost steps forward and initiates a shoulder cross. We'll be able to give you the details of the upcoming mission quite soon, says Nalador, as you prepare to depart. Oh, and Zoop, mind yourself around Tinya, he's a bit well. Just mind yourself, is all. You bid the ranger leader farewell and head off to find the warmth of the outpost's continually blazing fire. 128 experience to general, 32 experience to woodsmanship, Horsemanship, law, weaponry, and archery, 
And that finishes this adventure. And now it's time to level up again. I'm level three. You can get to five. To get to level four, you need a horse. Uncharted cave. Horsemanship 45. Woodsmanship 45. Horsemanship 35. Archery 25. Law 25. Weaponry 35. Weaponry subskill 35. It also costs 256 experience and 32 gold. Wait a minute. That's more experience than I got for doing this quest. Okay, this this is getting costly. Well, not, not really. But still, I mean, if it, was to go, if it did go to level 9, and it seems to keep doubling nearly... Well, maybe not doubling. I mean, it was 64 the first couple of times. Bands to level one. All right. 32 gold and 256 experience is spent. You are now level four within the guild. All right. There's one more adventure to do. Hmm. Now, do I do it now? Or does it go on its own? Now, I happen to remember... That it's a quite short one, so I'll do it now. Trail of Death is the adventure name. For nearly a month, the telltale signs of brutal activities of a large and deadly creature have been found in and around Furwin Wood. It is now up to you to track down what you can only imagine is a savage and fearsome beast. Here we go. Start this adventure. Norador's sudden summons for you comes as no surprise. For nearly a month, you and the other rangers of the remote compound have been finding the gruesome telltale signs of the brutal activities of a large, large and dangerous creature in and about Purring Wood. At first, based on, based on the six severely battered and half-devoured goblin corpses discovered on the northern edge of the forest. You assumed a band of forest trolls had made their way into Proin. The tracks you found, however, soon caused you to dispel your initial suspicions. For the prints were several days old and distorted daughter due to several recent bouts of rain, you were left with, with little doubt the creature responsible for this killing and several others, was something more fearsome than a group of meandering, marauding forest trolls. Noldor was quick to agree with your assessment. For almost two weeks, the matter was put to rest, as other business, business and assignments of more immediate importance took place of the mysterious and efficient slayer stalking the woods. Well, other than me. Then came your summons. Four dead ogres at the base of the high ridge in, in, in the southern woods, says Nolodur, handing you a steaming mug of payload as his brow fires. It's the work of the same beast, or another his kin. I hate to think we've got two of whatever it proves to be running around out there. You ask the, lead, the ranger leader if any of the ogres were devoured, he nods. Chewed up a bit, and one was missing its head. 
I can think of few creatures capable of tearing off an ogre's head. But I'd much rather think of something else. It's, o it's only going to be small... It's only going to be a small while before whatever it is decides to move on to human prey. If it hasn't already. The settlements in these parts are my charge and I'll see to their safety. I want this thing hunted down and slain, Soup. Norador tells you the most recent sign of the creature was found in the western part of Throwing Wood. It moved quite a ways from the site of the ogre slaughter. Time and again the beast moves into the western wood. No doubt it's there is there. You know as well as I do that the western film is just a bit of a tangle. I need you to track it down, Zoop, right to the rock on which it lays its ugly head. Then I want you to kill it. I place more trust in your abilities to put this thing down than I do in any of the west of us. You quickly accept the task and tell Nolodar that you will see to it that the creature responsible for the slayings is found and put to death. Well then, my ways are over. Just like that, last Norador. Here, some more paleo, I think. It's a bit late to start on such endeavours today. At dawn tomorrow. Nearly two hours before dawn, you set out alone from the range of compound and press steadily westward into the heart, heart of Fairing Wood, the well-worn trails over which the feet of your fellow rangers had passed countless times. Gradually give way, to thin, overgrown paths before disappearing altogether. It's nearly midday when you find yourself moving into a more tangled region of the forest, and only a short while later you happen upon the first sign, the creature you set out to track down. The overpowering stench of decay is what first alerts you to the grim discovery. Only moments later, your eyes fall upon a gruesome sight, staked to the broad trunk, trunk of a maple with an iron spike and swarming with flies, is the watting head of an ogre. You immediately recall Norador's description of the headless ogre corpse. You also note, with a growing sense of dread, the ogre's head appears to have been torn from its neck. A gruesome act requiring almost unimaginable strength. It's what ended the life of this ogre, or some sort of mechanical assistance, perhaps. But I, I say I don't even know how you would move some sort of some sort of rack-like device, but with a with a big head clamp. And foot and, and neck and shoulder clamps. Anyway, it's uh, uh yeah that that would have been hard to move into the forest. And really, there's no particular reason to do it. <laughs> Wasting no time, you move around the area scouring the ground for any sign that might serve to lead you in the direction of the creature you've come here in search of. More than once, you find yourself wishing you were back in the compound, enjoying a mu mug of paleo with your fellow rangers. 
Okay, pick a, pick a number. Bonus of 20. For woodmanship, got to get 50 or more. Let's see what happens. 109, success. Utilising your mastery of woodmanship to great effect, you discover evidence both on the ground and amidst the surrounding foliage that suggests you're indeed on the trail of the deadly creature you're attempting to track. After spending a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off in pursuit of the creature you're tracking. As you continually scour through the thick of western power and you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left by the brutal slayer you're, pack you're tracking. Pick a number. Bonus is 20. Need 55 or more. 58. Success. 8 to woodman woodsmanship. Utilising your mastery of woodsmanship to great effect. You discover evidence both on the ground and amidst the surrounding foliage. This suggests you are indeed on the trail of the deadly creature you are attempting to track. After spending a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off in pursuit of the creature you are tracking. As you move through the thick of, we of Western Perwin, you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left behind by the brutal slayer you are tracking. Random number, pick now, bonus 20, lead 60. 87 is success for 8x speed to woodsmanship. Utilising your mastery of woodsmanship to a great extent, you discover evidence both on the ground and amidst the surrounding foliage that suggests you are indeed on the trail of the deadly creature you are attempting to track. After spending a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off in pursuit of the creature you're, you're tracking. As you move through the thick thick of western rowing, you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left behind by the brutal strayer, slayer you're, cat, you're tracking. Pick a number. Bonus of 20 for woodsmanship. Need 65 or more, pick now. 23 is a failure. Despite a thorough examination of the surrounding woodlands, unable to find any discernible sign of the creature you're attempting to track. Oh dear. After taking a few moments to rest your weary legs and take note of your surroundings, you once again set off through the forest. Determined to pick up the trail of the creature you're tracking. As you move through through the thick of western prowling, you continually scour your surroundings for any sign left behind by the brutal slayer you're tracking. Pick a number, bonus 20, need 50. 31, failure. Despite a thorough examination of the surrounding woodlands, you are unable to find any dis any further discernible sign of of the creature you are attempting to track. After a long and exhaustive 
search through some of the thickest areas of the forest, you resign yourself to the fact that you have been unsuccessful in finding and following the trail of the creature you came here seeking. Dejected and quite wary, you are about to sit down on the trunk of a fallen tree when the sudden thud of a heavy footfall from behind sends your pulse racing. You spin around, only to find a massive grey-skinned fist streaking towards your head. Okay, for, but for what? Pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from arm combat, 20 from agility, 10 from luck. Need to get 100 or more, or I get punched in the head. 87, and that's a failure. Pain explodes through your skull as the large grey fist slams into the side of your head. <coughs> Sending you sprawling backwards onto the leaf-covered forest floor. 45, stamina points lost. Ooh, it hit, it, it hit really hard. Almost as hard as that ogre that keeps, that keeps hitting you. Actually, harder. Despite the severe pain still coursing through your head, you manage to survive the mighty blow. Staring up at the towering grey-skinned creature, stepping over the trunk on which you're about to sit, you're overcome by a sudden and profound dread. The massive grey humanoid. Its broad torso whippling with with thick bands of layered muscle and its gaping jaws filled with double rows of jagged stone-like teeth. It is a wood, wood hulk, which has a link, wood hulk. These massive grey-skinned humanoids are nearly twice the size of an ogre. Their giant-like strength, coupled with their deadly fang-filled jaws and fierce, brutal nature, make them amongst the most feared denizens of the wild. Some believe that woodhooks are related to trolls, though equally as many folk dispute this claim. Luckily, woodhook folks, woodhawks are quite rare. The chances you'll ever run into one are very slim. Well, it's no comfort now, as the fearsome, almost mythical forest denizen stomps towards you, snarling savagely. You quickly regain your feet and hurriedly draw yourself into a defensive stance. With, with its vicious snarls filling the air, the fearsome woodhawk charges forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its broad fists. Here we are, fighting the woodhawk. The enraged woodhawk roars as it swipes at you with its massive fists. Now don't pull my head off. I need my head. The wood hulk smashes you with a fearsome blow, leaving you momentarily stunned. You manage to recover from the blow. Oh, and it, it same same special again for twenty five damage again. Twenty one damage from the special. It's a really tough one. Or I go into battle rage. Stop punching me! And stop tearing heads off! You're just showing off how incredibly jacked you are! Yes, we all know you're really strong! 
You have to show it off so much. Ah. The engraved Warthog wars as it swipes it through its massive fists and is slain. 136 experience. The bloodied carcass of the fearsome Woodhawk lies on the leaf-strewn forest floor at your feet. You step back from the remains of the savage creature and struggle to catch your breath following the brutal melee. You are confident you have brought down the rewarding beast that's been skulking through in for the last small while. Your sense of elation is short-lived, however. A loud snort from the south shatters the silence that descended upon the wood with the hulk's passing and sends a shudder the length of your spine. Instinctively, you spin in the direction of the sinister noise, only to find yourself face to face with something ever more frightful than, than that which lies dead before you. Stompering through the tangled undergrowth, its massive muscle-laden limbs bearing the trunks of small trees as it draws near, is a towering wood hulk, nearly half again as large as the one you've just slain. The fearsome forest beast stretches wide its jaws and emits an enraged bellow that echoes redoundingly off the surrounding trees as it bears down on you. Realising that the Woodhook will be upon you within moments, and with no hope about distancing this deadly denizen of the wild, your mind races as you hurriedly determine your next course of action. Got a few options here. I could hold my ground and engage the fearsome Woodhook. I could use Necromancy, that needs to be at 70 plus, or illusion, 50 plus, elementalism, telekinesis, or archery, all of those require 60 plus. Hmm. I'll give necromancy a go, because that's always a surprise. It failed. Whew. Oh dear, I guess I'll never find... I'll... What could I have done? Despite having failed at your attempted action, you quickly prepare to defend yourself against the impending charge of the Woodhulk. As the fearsome Woodhulk begins its charge, thundering across the small expanse of forest that separates you, you desperately seek out any advantage offered to you by the surrounding woodland terrain. Pick a, pick a number. Bonus of 40... 20 from woodmanship, 10 from mind, 10 from luck. Going to get 75 or more, or I'm going to be ploughed into. 93, success. Not far off, you spot a slightly raised piece of rocky ground amidst the tangle of forest that surrounds you. Without delay, you turn and rush off to the stony terrain, taking up an advantageous position on top. The massive woodhook is swiftly upon you, Striking out at you with all its savage might. Here we are, it's the Wood Hulk. Once more. The Wood Hulk wars as it swipes at you with its massive fists. The Wood Hulk smashes you with a fearsome blow, leaving you momentarily stunned. You've been stunned and won't be able to act during your next round of combat. Oh no! Yeah, and it, it gets 
it gets a free move, but doesn't take, but can't use it because apparently I can still dodge. Because dodging isn't an action, apparently. The Savage Warhawk roars as it swipes through this massive fist. I do a special for 9 damage on top of the 18 regular damage. Yeah, keep going, keep going. It's nearly down. The Warhawk smashes you with a fearsome blow, leaving you momentarily stunned. But I recover. 21 damage. The Woodhook smashes you with a fearsome blow, and I am stunned for the next round. 21 damage. Alright, it smashes me for 15 damage, and I am slain. It, well, no, it is slain. I'm fine. 136 XP, with the final deafening bellow rising into the top of the surrounding trees. The savage woodhull collapses into the forest floor. The mighty terror that stalked this woodland realm is no more. Not far from the remains of the two woodhulks, you discover a small cave that appears to have served the most recent lair of the brutal pair. Scattered amidst the foliage and debris that fills the cave chamber, you discover several items that must have belonged to some of the woodhulks' past victims. Evidence that these beasts did indeed prey upon humans. So it's a good thing they're stopped. And there's a lot of loot. But it's not, not all that good. But I'll take it anyway to sell later. And also 41 gold. Satisfied that there is nothing else of interest in the lair. And that the two woodhulks will never again prey upon those who couldn't hope to withstand their savage might. You check over your equipment before setting off on the return trek to the Border Ranger compound. Strapped to your back for the journey is a gruesome trophy, the severed head of the larger Woodhawk. You give a full account of your encounter with the Woodhawks to Lola, dear, upon returning to the Ranger compounds. The leader of the Border Rangers seems distressed by the news you've related him and tells you that the fact there were two of the beasts proves most distressing. I've only ever seen one Woodhawk in all the days I've spent roaming the wilds, he says, shaking his head. Something tells me there's more to all of this than we might think. Norador closely examines the severed head you carried back with you and then tells you it will be best to have it burned. I'm beginning to think think throwing wood is no place for a friendly straw, he says, throwing the tattered throwing a tattered soft cloth sack over the grim trophy that lies on the ground at his feet. You should spread spread word to the others about this at once. Let them come see this thing before it finds the fire. Blodor thanks you and congratulates you on a fine showing. I could use a dozen more, just like you, Zoop, he says, smiling. Though I'm happy enough to settle for the one I've I've the blessed fortune to know. With that, the leader of the Border Rangers meets you in a shoulder cross. Come on, he says, slapping you on, on your arm. Let's have the others take a look at this. They're not going to believe their own eyes. 512, this is the end of the adventure. 
experience to general, and 48 experience to woodsmanship, horsemanship, law, weaponry, and archery. And that is that. That's the end of this quest. I auto heal. Now I can review my status in the guild. I can now upgrade to level 5. So for the, to do that, you need a horse, obviously. You have to have done Trail of Death. Just done that. Woodman, woodsmanship, 50. Horsemanship, 40. Archery, 30. Law, 30. Weaponry, weaponry 40. And weaponry subskill, 10. 40 again. So, it costs 512 experience to advance. And that's pretty most of the experience I just got from the quest I did. Advance to level 5 within the guild anyway. 512 experience goes poof. 64 gold goes somewhere. Where it goes, I'm not sure. Just It's just gone somewhere. Maybe I'll use it to uh, do to to polish my gear or something. You're now level five within the guild, and that is and that is the end of that. There is currently no more content within the Border Ranger guilds, so I'm going to save. So next time. Well, hmm, got a few options. Probably actually the next thing we'll be releasing will be more of the wound skin. The wound skin saga and his, con and his continuing, continuous meddling in and around Hawklaw. Because I've been, the last few days, I've been doing little snippets that will add up to a big adventure there. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.